actually a good uh, intro. You want you you want me to do a good intro? Mute all chat. That's just ripping off Nickelodeon at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Come to Mundo. Welcome to the Mute All Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Flapjack Bill, alongside Colonel Kraken and Proxy Jack. We're here to talk mad shit about League, help the low elo plebs like our former selves climb, and generally entertain you. This is a safe space for feeders and scrubs. Now, mute all, and let's invade Red. Boys, my week was a disaster, in literally every sense. So, we'll come to my ranked later. Who's got good news for me now? Um, well, I'm breaking out with you, so now you can, uh, you, you're free, dude. You're, you're free to do what you want, man. <laughs> that, that's good news. You're free to see other people. You're free to, you're free to flirt with top liners. <laughs> Dang, dude, you're, this is, the, you, this is looking up, you know? You should feel, this is actually, this will be great for you. It's not me. It's not you. It's, it, it's me, you know? It's, I think you just deserve so much better. <laughs> it sucks like actually hearing those words like in person you're just like you could just be mean dude like you don't have to be like hey, just like dump me like come on <laughs> so what you're saying is you don't want to play duo q games anymore <laughs> right it's harsh to duos man like i want to look up numbers on that because I think Riot's harsh to our duo. I want to look... Well, I, I think it gets worse... I don't know, maybe Proxy... Do you know anything? Because like, I think it gets worse the more duo games you play. I feel. I feel like it's just... If you don't break free and play solo enough, you tend, you tend to like get in the same habits and then you get angry at each other when you start losing. and It's just not a fun... Well... When we lose, I'm like, I'm not like the mom that gets, I'm not like the dad that gets mad. I'm the dad that's just like, son, not angry, just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> every every like, game oh. I hit down mid lane, he's like, you know, maybe you shouldn't play that champion anymore. <laughs> you should probably just play Anivia. Uh, maybe, here's a good one Nocturne top. Probably be a good fit for you. I think it's great. It'll be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I do know. I'll have you know. Uh, you and I have a 49% win rate across 151 games. Hey, we, we got trash. Uh, I, I don't think we won a one for all. No, we never, we never won a one for sure, all. I'm pretty sure that's normal in ranks. Yeah, it's it counts... Uh, no, yeah, normal and ranked season ten, which yeah, I believe we, also we, we counts. We played twenty one uh, for alls, and the only one we won was when we were with we were with you proxy, and we were the brands, and we played the Rakans, and in in my mind that game is still a loss. <laughs> we were just getting bodied. <laughs> we were getting bodied, you the whole game, like. We Please don't remind me. That was so difficult. What we didn't we have to like take Elder? So we we, we couldn't yeah. we couldn't kill them. We we straight up could not kill them. Like we had the Rakans, to... like, like we needed the we needed the Elder Drake exploding passive to kill them. And we needed like six Morello. We needed like Morellos and Leandries and like all the all the AP items you don't really want to build because that's just it could be room for another death cap. But. <laughs> Yeah, it that game was a that game was a disaster, but that wasn't even ranked, man. How how's your ranked going? Now that you've broken up with me. Um 
Uh, my solo game, the games that I play solo, like, feel, like, fine. Um, I did get hard carried by a boosted Garen that went, like, 15-0. Oh, um, yeah. His account's, like, really boosted, because I'm pretty sure he just, he likes soft ints a lot. Uh, but I don't mind that I was on the winning end of that. Uh, feels, feels fine. Um... My vision score is like insanely high right now. Like it's actually really, really good. Um, I can see a lot of stuff on the map, and because of that, like my my actually I've been checking my eternal stat a lot because it's like, well, if I'm gonna lose and if I'm gonna be hard stuck, I might as well just track eternals. So I'll have the eternals tab opened instead of like my champ stats tab or like my rune page like tab. Mm. It'll just be on eternals. And be like, hey, I landed, you know, I've landed ten bubbles so far or something. Just to, I don't know. Uh. But yeah, so um, I actually have played, I've actually played like 30 or like 30 straight games on the same champion, which is nice. It's It feels really satisfying to look at your master tree and just the whole thing top to bottom is the same champ. It's like, yeah, bro, the dedication, <laughs> the loyalty. Um, the gang shit yeah. right there. We're not really, we're not really climbing. At least we're higher than zero LP, which is nice. Yeah. Um, but if I can hop back on this weekend, I can probably, probably make my way up towards promos. Um, but yeah, nothing, nothing really to write about. I went three and six one day, and that felt bad. But Oof. you know, uh, that was the that was the day you like you went like one and eight, and I went like three and six. <laughs> It was a. It was that was the day the Fire Nation attacked, man. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't playing like super great, but I wasn't playing like super bad either. It's just kind of eh, whatever. Uh, fun note: I got first blooded two games in a row. Oh, that's a tilt. That, that was. <laughs> I mean, it's a good thing I split those two games, but uh. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird, dude. I mean, it's like it's like ah, the Nami health nerf. That's not that bad. And I'm like, oh well, turns out if you you goof around too much and you're trying to you're trying to relic the 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 the, the cannon minion and it like glitches out or like you screw it up like yeah you can die so so yeah i need to stop flaming my top laner for when he gets first blooded all the time because it turns out i can get first blooded too yeah it'll, it'll happen how about you proxy how's your how's your ranked games going this past week uh They've been great and they've been terrible, mainly because I haven't played any. Um, instead, I've just taken to the mindset that I need a mental reset and say I'd start leveling up my alternate account, and it's about to hit 30. So I'm going to see if I can get myself back into gold or get a second account into gold just to prove, hey, I at least belong here and then push towards plat here in a, the next few weeks. Because if I can do gold again, then there shouldn't be anything stopping me from moving up. Yeah, no, that's that makes sense. Point, yeah. I don't have a second account that's level thirty yet. I don't think I'd have to log in all my shit, but I'm pretty sure I don't have a second account thirty. But yeah, that's a mental break's good. It's important to do that, especially like ten, eleven. The patch we talked about last week uh, that goes live. Uh, it should be live as of the time everyone can listen to this podcast, because uh, this will go out Thursday, and it should be live Thursday, so by the time you're hearing this, the new Volley Bear and all the new Marksman updates should be live and ruining everybody's games, and Volley Bear will be pick banned forever now. Uh, but yeah, that should go on, and like uh, like Kraken mentioned earlier, uh, on the, the that one dark day... Uh, he went three and six. I went one and eight. Played nine games, lost eight of them. I won a single Syndra game, in which I went one three and seven. And it was actually one of our games that we duoed. I was playing Syndra ADC. <laughs> we just got hard carried by a Graves jungle. He just went to town on most people. But yeah, the that it was just a disaster. 
And then I played... What else did I play? I played three games yesterday. I played a LeBlanc game that went poorly. Mostly because I didn't realize that we were also going to end up with a Cassiopeia bot. So I picked a fucking Mage Assassin mid, which is a mistake. Should have played like Talon or something. And then I played two games of Galio and won both the games of Galio with like the greatest of ease. It was like I was goddamn Superman. Across the two games, I went like 17, 4, and 28. I just crowd controlled the enemy team the entire time. No one could do anything and just hit them. You just kept hitting them. And then the games were over. They were both sub 30 minute games. So I've had a terrible fall. And now I will climb. I will rise from the ashes of my defeats like a phoenix. Except for a phoenix that's shaped like a fat bird statue named Galio. I mean, to be fair, the Galio boss were crazy. Like, I played against yeah. it, and I was fed, and he still destroyed me. Galio doesn't need anything. <laughs> yeah, he, he really doesn't. His base stats are so... Galio is a flying Nautilus, dude. <laughs> He's like a flying Nautilus that has mid lane cryo. Like, imagine that, dude. My favorite, I think my favorite thing that I did was I used one of my teammates as bait. And I told them I was going to do it. I was like, hey, just run recklessly at them, and then I'm going to come in and we're going to kill them all. And sure enough, my. Leona support bot lane ran straight at the enemy team, got hooked by the Nautilus, and then the Ramus jungle said, Oh, I take it this is a go button. And they all just went on the Leona, who ulted, and then I ulted on top of her head and hit five people in a Galio ult. And then Galio I taunted turns... five people. Galio turns silver players into Dwang B on Nautilus. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, he's so simple, and there's lots. Of, there's a lot of different ways that you can go about doing his combos. So I feel like you can you can find really optimal ways to trade, no matter who your lane opponent is. And I mean, if if you were to look at my build in the first game I played, you there's no way you would believe that I went thirteen two and seventeen because I built I built yeah I built Hextech Protobelt. Yeah. Which is a health item with a little bit of ability power and a dash. And then because I was I was super fed, because they decided they were going to play Kai'Sa mid, and I just destroyed her. Uh, I then went Banshee's Veil for fun. Even though the enemy team was almost entirely AD. And then I went Gargoyle Stoneplate and Thornmail. So out of my four completed items, two were just tank items. Well, um, did you know about the hidden passive that all tanks have? The more tankiness they have, they uh, inexplicably do more damage for no reason. Have you heard about that? I hadn't the heard about that, but now that I know about it, now that I know about it, I'm just gonna play tanks mid. I mean that it, it's uh, that's what happens every time I play. Uh, uh, what is it? Every time, what is the change? It's not set, but set's really good. So every time I play Orn, <laughs> I've only played three Orn games this season, and I've only won one of them. But in every game, I am just unkillable by the end of the game. Yeah, man. Tanks, they're the way to go. Uh, sleepy. Um... No, don't be sleepy. You just got food. You're feeling hot and fresh, man. This is well, I'm digesting. Like digesting oh, okay, is right. like a big like. It takes a lot of energy. I suppose that's fair. Well, that's that's the ranked report for this week. Uh, everything caught on fire, and so now we're here. I feel like every week something has gone wrong in the previous week for somebody in ranked, and now we're like, all right, we're recording the podcast. It's time for the mental reset. We're going to come back stronger next week, and then we do another day where it's, uh, again, the darkest day, and we lose seven games, and it's like, well, all hope is lost. Oh, did I mention that that eight-game loss streak put me from... I lost 100 LP. I went from the middle of Silver 1 to the ass end of Silver 2. 
I dropped all the way to 20 LP silver 2. That is awful. One win was not enough to stave the fucking floodwaters. Just carried my ass away. Yep. Um, if you go one and eight, pretty hard, pretty hard to climb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes it difficult. I've, I've finally it's way plateaued. To say, to say obvious stuff than it is to say insightful stuff. Like, not gonna lie. So, oh, it sounds kind of tough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just one day. But, you know, we'll get better. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about in a, in a sort of freeform style way like we Segwaying. do here. Speaking yeah. of dropping rank. Okay. Segwaying into this next segment. Are, it's more like... Yeah. Are, are you doing the segue or am I doing the segue? Because well, right well, now... Am I, am, I, am I on the segue or are you on the segue? I think segues only have one person on it. I'm pretty Most sure. It's like a, like a, like a, like a double-decker segue or like a, like a tandem segue. Dude, imagine a tandem segue, dude. <laughs> Like, imagine that shit. Like, that's something that, like, an APU couple would do, bro. Like, okay, okay. Hold on. Why do I have to imagine a tandem segue when we got one right now? We have a tandem segue? Wait, there's a tandem segue? What? Yeah, that's you two right now. Oh, we're a tandem segue at the same time. Yeah, and it's not functional. Dude, a tandem segue is like a chariot. It's like a chariot, bro. It's so like spike wheels on it. Like, tandem segue. So, like, you have a segue with, like a, with like, a, like a gunner on it. I can't like a, breathe. <laughs> like, the, French, the French resistance. Oui, <laughs> oui. Jesus God, all right. So, the tandem segue. Um... What separates a good a, a, a low elo player that will either not finish at the rank they were previously, stay at the rank they were last season, and a player who will have a better rank than the season they were last season? So the difference is between the player who will not improve and the player who will improve in terms of final standings at the end of the season, right? Yeah. That's what we're looking at? Yeah. Well, I think there's a whole cavalcade of uh, reasons that someone in anywhere from the bottom of iron all the way up through the top of gold could improve. Um... I can't speak really to what would make a platinum player improve because I don't play with those players. Uh, but there's a lot of things that I think we could talk about between the three of us about how to make our peers improve or what will separate our friends who will climb and our friends who won't. Um, I think the first thing you can do uh, if you want to go look is to pick a player and go look at the their OPGG and look at what their track record for seasons is. If you if you have plateaued season to season in like silver 3, unless you do some really crazy shit, man, I don't think you're going to hit higher than silver 2. But if you're to go and like say you look at like I don't know what Kraken ended at last season, but I can tell you where Jen? Gold three. Like gold three, gold four. Okay. How about the season before that? Season eight. Silver like four like four. Before that I was bronze four. Okay. So I can tell you if you were to look at my uh season seven, season eight, season nine, in in a row I went from Silver 4 in Season 7 to Silver 3 in Season 8 to Gold 4 in Season 9. I was I was bronze for like literally 4 or 5 seasons straight. It's a lot of seasons straight. Yeah. I mean, I also like doing hair. That's I was reason. also like doing other stuff. So, like living life and being happy and working out and stuff. Oh, yeah, we don't do that now. No. <laughs> We're sad and of spite <laughs> or we don't work out or anything 
But, uh, you know, honestly, one thing I want to talk about is, like, hardware. Okay. Like, honestly. Like, I mean, I don't know that much about hardware, but, like, it's, it like, if you're in, if you're actually in iron or, like, low bronze, what you could do is just, are you playing on a, are you playing on a PC? Like, that's the first step. Get a PC. Get a tower. Get a decent mouse. Get a mechanical keyboard. It, like a good monitor um don't play on a laptop like i made it to gold on a laptop but um that was because um i made it to gold on a laptop because like it was i did all the i was doing all the other things but that was like probably the farthest i could have gone whereas like i hit gold and then i was like yeah this isn't if i'm playing on like 60 frames on like the lowest and i was playing on like the lowest graphic settings mm. and like 60 frames and it was really hard to see anything it was really hard to do anything and also my my button setup wasn't optimum either like i i had like normal cast on i wasn't i didn't have the hotkeys like optimized to what i wanted to do mm -hmm. uh, that stuff but um yeah like it's really hard to play this game on a touchpad. It's really hard to play this game on low graphics. It ne the game needs to at least be on the medium graphics at like, and to tell what's going on, you need you honestly probably want to have higher than sixty frames because if you're at sixty frames, the game is going to drop during team fights to like thirty frames, and you're going to be at a disadvantage. Yeah. Like, there's there's a significant difference. Just speaking to frames alone, uh, I made a I made a big climb improvement when i switched from having uh oh man i don't even remember what the graphics card was in this hunk of junk computer i've got but i upgraded it probably by like two steps to a uh, geforce uh 1050 ti by no means like the most impressive graphics card on the market at all but that little nudge pushed me well over the 60 frames mark and it made it so that I don't have to play the game on the lowest graphics settings. And yeah. it like just getting those extra frames, you can dodge abilities by pixels, man. You can really the, just move. The clarity is just so much better on like not lowest like a lowest graphics is honestly playing the game on like hard mode. Like it's it's really hard to like see or like tell anything. Like oh uh turning up brightness. Oh my gosh. Turning oh, yeah. up brightness and turning up, turning up color contrast. Cause the game is really dark, dude. Like and like the care a lot of the character models are like a lot of the popular characters are like blue and like purple and like and like black and like you just you just can't see them, dude. And like all of the big the biggest plays in the game are at the Baron and the Drag. So, yeah. like, you know, if you're playing, like, Maokai, and he's, like, he just blends into the water, it's, like, it's it can just be hard sometimes, and it's, like, oh, you don't know, but it's, like, dude, like, face it, man, like, some stuff is just hard to be, or, like, dude, like, when Zack, like, those dark-colored Zack skins, mm -hmm. it's, like, wear those little, like, bubble thingies, like, yeah, they have a health bar, but when there's so much stuff going on at once, like, and, like, the couple frames really can save you, like, a life or so, I mean, it takes you about 0.2 seconds to react to anything, so it's like you need you need time. You need to give yourself time. Yeah, um, I think this this game also not to leap away from hardware, but to hit on some stuff you were talking about just now. If you don't go into the settings for your game and change things around to the way you like it, like you got to go into the practice tool and just fuck with all your settings, because if you can make the game play for you how you want it you're going to do better naturally yeah because you're not gonna think about it as much like i mean one of my recent discoveries was um so my monitor is a pixio monitor i grabbed it because it was 144 hertz so i upgraded it so that way i could hit 144 frames and sync it so it kind of there's a little bit less delay one of the things I found out, speaking of the color, is like it has an RTS mode specifically designed around yeah. Dota and League of Legends. So like I, every like 
all the colors contrast so much so it's more vivid on what's happening on screen so i can identify stuff while it's happening i need to check and see if my monitor has a do you play your do you set your game to 140 to like 140 um fps like in the settings yeah i tend to cap it at 144 um because then because if you leave it uncapped part of what you're going to do is you're just going to let your processor run as much as it wants and then all of a sudden you might get this weird drop yeah um, instability yeah no that's happened to me yeah Oh, I might want to take a look at that. I'm probably gonna take a look at that. I I run it like 120. Um, but I do. I also I also have a I have a like a like an optic mag like this MSI monitor. Ooh. Uh, I need to do the. I'll try to do the um. Start, see if I'm on the the RTS setting. I'm playing. I, I'm pretty sure it just switches naturally, but or uh, automatically, but I'll. I'll probably before every game I'll probably make sure it's on. Oh dude, turning off a uh, turning off background apps before you start games, dude. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. Like I realize like like Skype will be on like while I'm playing and like it won't be bad. It's not terrible, but like like turning off Skype, um I like to check I uh, like Blitz and like like pregame like apps. I like to check them in like the lobby but when i have like 10 seconds left to go i have my task manager open and then i turn off like every single app that i'm not using i need to stop listening to music while i play but like i don't know man it's just way too fun like <laughs> i think sometimes music can also help so it it that could be a case by case basis cuz sometimes if you're you know playing on a razor's edge between having a the game of your life or tilting off the face of the planet a little music that's relaxing or Helping to focus yeah, you will help. It's, it's better for like long-term tilt. If you want to win the game at hand, you, I mean, scientifically, you probably should turn your music off so you can focus more. But like, I don't, it's kind of miserable, dude, like playing the game. <laughs> and also I turn the, I turn the back, I, I turn the in-game music off. I turn the ambient noise off. So it's just like, it's just like the, I think I just have character voices and like sound effects and pings on. Like, it's kind of miserable. You'll be walking back to lane, and there'll just be no noise in the game. Yeah, the more, the more like, noise distraction you like, cut out the, is the better. like, yeah, or something, like, in the distance, but... Um, yeah, that's big. Uh, iron, yeah, iron and bronze and stuff. Yeah, little things, uh, little things like yeah. that can mean the difference between you ending your season in silver one or gold four. Like, yeah, and like it's honestly like if you have, if you're playing on a better computer than someone, you can jump from like bronze, bronze four to like silver four, like honestly. And of course, you you're never gonna know whether or not your machine is better than the you know enemy laner's machine, but yeah. if if you do have the ability to see like. A lot more of the game because you have that higher frame rate you can probably start picking up on some things like maybe they don't see the beginning of your cast animation on your stun every yeah. time and you can begin yeah. to exploit stuff like that but you really got to pay attention for that you know yeah do you guys think this game has an older player base mm. like like it skews older like the average age of the player is like older than like fortnite or like call of duty or something Yes, I think so. Yeah, it's like so. Like, if you're like 16, like, uh, also just have to understand you're probably playing with like 25 year olds. <laughs> like, like if I if I tried playing this game when I was like 12 or like 14 or something, I would just get smashed. I was get absolutely smashed. I probably wouldn't enjoy it. Like, I probably had to start playing this game when I did, or else, like, dude, like, oh my gosh. Um. Yeah, I don't. I mean, age age is but a number, but yeah. you're, you're also correct. Like, the game definitely skews towards an older audience. I think, and I think that's almost specifically because newer, prettier, more cartoony games are out now, and just the live. I mean, we may actually see a resurgence in the player base of this game now that Riot put Valorant out. Today was the yeah, last day of the yeah. closed beta. And so it goes. Lauren, the fighting game, and like other stuff, like 
Yeah, we might actually see even more players, but Valorant, speaking of, uh, today, it's past midnight now, but today is the 28th, so uh, that means the closed beta is done for Valorant. You can't play the game anymore uh, until full release in a couple days. June 2nd is when it comes out. Oh, it's, yeah. It'll be for free for everybody, so you just gotta log in and go. Free? Yeah, dog. Oh, I gotta think of a name. You just use your you just use your league account. Oh, okay. So would I be Colonel Kraken and the Yes. Sick dude. When I play with Proxy, he's Proxy and I'm I'm Flapjack. Sick dude. So Yeah, it's it, it's gonna be fun. Uh I'm I'm literally even though I coach a team in Valorant, I'm literally going to only play it uh to learn new shit and uh to relax from grinding league i'm probably gonna i kind of want to be spongebob memes honestly and valorant that'd be funny i mean you can do that i digress <laughs> yeah so what makes people good at league that's <laughs> what we were talking about well, aside from you know adjusting your settings and making it so that the game is optimized for you because when you first install it it's vanilla it is yeah. as basic as possible in what Riot believes to be the most optimized for a general player base. Now, of course, that's only accurate if you take all the players and mash them into one player. It, you as an individual listening to this podcast, if you haven't gone in and messed around with your settings, uh, capped your frame rate at a certain amount, turned on colorblind mode, stuff like that, those things will help you. They will absolutely help you. And you may not notice it first, but they can cause improvement by proxy almost. Um, you really like want to watch someone that does this all the freaking time. It's box box. Like, I mean, this kid trained himself to play with a PlayStation four controller that he set up in a way that made sense to him and was able to pull off. I think he was able to get the shy combo off on Riven with a PlayStation four controller, So like messing with your controls, um, and training yourself to like learn certain things about how the game is going is going to be your best bet. Yeah. One of my friends, what he does, that it's super weird to me, but I guess it might be a little bit more normal since he comes from Dota too. Is he he does Q for his first ability, just like everyone, but then he does WASD for camera control. So he's actually, instead of using his mouse to focus on getting where the action is, he can actually move the camera as he's using abilities. So he kind of does more like a piano style of camera around WASD, and then Q, second abilities, E, R, T, from there out. And he's able to just, that's how his mind works. And so he's optimized the controls in a way that makes sense to him so he can keep up with the action. Pretty good, actually. Don't play on lock screen. Yeah. If you if you All can right. unlock I, your I screen. Say don't, I say don't play on lock screen, but literally yesterday a team fight was breaking out in Dragon and I whacked I whacked the screen, it flew, and then I altered in the wrong direction. <laughs> like yeah. but we, we won the team fight, but I was like, oh my god, god, I'm so sorry. And like I didn't react just fast enough to just press like like center camera on champ, which I have on spacebar. Yeah, yeah, I have on space. Yeah, it's spacebar. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I just didn't react in time, and I'm just like, oh shoot, and the alt just sailed. It's like the second time in the. That's like the second time in the last month I shot the alt in the wrong direction. It's funny. <laughs> I mean, that's that's definitely a funny instance of something like that happening, but like. If that if you find yourself in that situation where you're accidentally moving your screen too much, um, lower your mouse scroll sensitivity in the game. Don't adjust how fast your mouse moves, like with DPI or anything. You can change how fast it moves in the game. I mean, I recommend bumping it up. Yeah, you not can do all that. The way, but like, you know what else? Not all the way. You should, unless you're staring at your mini map forever 
you can turn down your minimap size so that you don't click on it all the time and change directions on accident. All right, so I have this weird thing, this bad habit that I do, where like I click, but I I don't click like all the way to the middle of the map, and my character stops like by like inhibitor tower, and I'm like, wait, why am I not there yet? And I'm like, oh, wait, I haven't moved. Like, <laughs> uh, so sometimes like clicking on the mini map just to get that there, so you don't like misclick your walk back to base. Wait, I've done, I've, done, I've certainly done that. This is why I'm not in play. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't it's know. not the vision score. It's not the vision score. It's not. It's not KD. It's not. It's not. It's not getting my. It's not getting relic in time. It's not any of that. It, it's. It's the fact that I mess up my own freaking movement, and I shoot in the wrong direction. Yeah, I mean, those are definitely instances that will stop you from getting to play in plat. I think. Yeah. One of the most important things that people talk about but don't ever explain like how to do is um uh I I fucking forget what it's like what it's called, the strategy of it, but uh spacing. Knowing where you're going, where you're walking towards, where your enemies are. It's it's basically under the umbrella of situational awareness and your ability to react to it what's going on around you but yeah. if you stand in the wrong place for one full second in a team fight you can ruin the entire game yeah you guys You're talking about like making sure that you're shuttle clicking in combat because that's a big adc thing is making sure that you're moving around as you're autoing is like yeah, you, you like on characters like Callista. Sometimes you have to stand still to get full advantage or advantage of like your um, spear um, time frame. Same with like Kogma, which is why they're both well, Callista's getting back, but Kogma is not. Um, shuttle clicking is a big thing to get used to, especially on some other champions, because that could that little like fifty health on when you're playing mid might be the difference between ignite finishing a mob and not. Also, speaking of that, if you knowing knowing what your champ, how your champ needs to move optimally, depending on what class of champ they are, is also really important. Exactly. Like is like like what Proxy just said. Is your ADC like a kiter that needs to shuttle? I don't I don't really know that much about shuttle clicking, but I should, but I don't because I'm dumb. <laughs> but like, um. But yeah, like, what's your what's the optimum like move patterns for your champ? Um, and it's, or are it's... you playing? Yeah, or are you playing like hook champion, or it doesn't matter? Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> are you a Diana, and you either want to do one of two things: run straight at them and pull them into the fight, or come up behind uh, the entire team fight that's going on and just dominate because. Just as they thought they might be winning, you just come in and you pull them all, and they don't know what to do during the CC. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> there, there's beyond just like what class you're playing. There's subsets of classes, and every single individual champion needs to move in a different way. Like, uh, there's a there's a there's always a changes in play patterns based on who you're playing and it's why it's it, not necessarily super negative but it's not a good idea if you're learning the game to play a wide variety of champions under one class like if you're going to play AD carry right and you decide that you're going to switch from playing Jinx to playing Ezreal you're going to have a really bad time because what's Jinx supposed to do? Kite. A little. What's Ezreal supposed to do? Fucking be a caster. Yeah, he just sits on the outside of fights. He just, he will sit there on the outskirt while Jinx is supposed to be in your face, but being, but you can't touch her. It's like, God, holy crap. You know what? Jinx is like the most strip club champ of all time. She's supposed to be there. She's supposed to be. Right up in your face. Not actually. You can't touch her. You can't touch her. Even if you got the money. No. Jinx is there to 
just yeah man hey but like hey man yeah don't don't, don't give strippers a hard time like like <laughs> tough job like, don't make it don't be a jerk <laughs> there's a psa to anyone old enough to go to a strip club yeah <laughs> that's a really good analogy actually uh yeah dude and and the thing is those are those are a lot of things that like that like assassins or like a lot of bruiser characters don't have to worry about so no they like they don't need to they don't need to kite they don't need to worry about their kiting or like their clicking as like elaborately because they can just run up to people and then whoosh boosh not die and kind of just do that for free like they're like they're literally a step so like a click slash a step ahead. Yeah. Which is, you know, why marksmen are so, why marksmen aren't in the best spot right now is because like a lot of champs that counter them don't need to think about the stuff that like marksmen inherently need to think about during like team during, during like team fights and skirmishes and stuff. Well, it's like um some okay. I, I'm gonna refer to Box Box for this topic because if every time I watch him, or like every you know every few months, he does something weird, and it's always like, "Okay, why are you doing that?" And then you realize he's doing it to like get a skill up. One of the ones I remember watching that was kind of interesting, but it's kind of more of a difficult skill is knowing what or how much gold your laner is at and what they're going to come back with. Are they backing because they're going to have the thirteen hundred to get a BF sword? Are they? Backing because they're going for a phage? Are they co going because they're a Rise and they need, or an Anivia and they need um, that uh, little tier of the goddess to start stacking? Um, and that's why they backed at that point. So he would constantly, like, okay, they have this many minions. This is my gold. At this many minions, they're 100 below, 100 up. And so he was constantly trying to figure out what they were back in lane with to figure out when he could leave back with something even higher in spike and go against them um but then he would also uh, it was last year he decided to pick up caitlin because he is first role so he learned all the tricks all the little things so if he ever got auto killed in adc he would just play caitlin and so all of a sudden he knew just how to perfectly trap trap or E auto 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 like just get a whole bunch of damage off because he got in range or dodged the one skill shot that would have turned the fight out of his face. So watching Boxbox, yeah, he's entertaining, but there are a lot of moments, especially now because he's kind of switching on to chess a little bit, where he's trying to develop the skills to try and outthink his opponents. That's a good thing, uh uh, that's a series of good strategies, but I think <clears throat> it's one that I have a hard time with. Is I'll get I'll get so caught up in my own gold goals and like making sure I last hit, but also trade effectively, and I'll lose track of what uh, what my opponent's gold is at. I'll just see that I'm typically at a minion disadvantage because my in my games, I either I'm feast or famine. I'll either trade really, really well and lose CS because of it, or I'll just never trade and farm every minion. And I honestly couldn't tell you which one is the better one for me because I lose all those games anyways. Honestly, mm. one of the hardest things get back and forth. It's, it, I mean, laning shouldn't just be the you know, passive farming or the constant. It should be the mix of um, taking advantage of your distance. Or if yeah. you don't have distance, taking care advantage of, yeah, they're they're going to stop. They're going to stop moving just to do that little trade. Anivia, as soon as you throw that cube, you're not going to move for a second. That is the time where you can, if you're, like, because I started picking up chess again, because I realized, you know what, that's a great way to is just like, you know, how do I get the advantage or get the situation to my advantage? I'm like inexplicably bad at chess. I know how to play, I'm super bad. 
Yeah, and that's why, like, I started playing. I, I, God, I used to play chess and I used to beat everyone, but then I realized I was playing against people that knew what they were doing. And so now all of a sudden I started playing. And so, like, I'm playing in moments where I'm now relating it to League. It's like, Okay, if I move my knight here, I know pressure that pawn. <laughs> pressure. <laughs> you gotta yeah. gotta get the zone, man. The zones. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like you start zoning people off of like taking your queen or like. Gotta get that queen, drag. If they're gonna take it, they're gonna also get, um, lose a big important piece for them. Them it's trades. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like okay, well, if they're getting, if we're three drakes up and we give away that one drake, but we take Baron. Who won? Probably us, because we still are on soul point. Losing one dragon isn't a big issue to us when we now have map pressure and we can we just traded. It's gonna be one extra minute before they can take Baron, but if they want to try and pressure Baron next fight, well we can out pressure drag by taking that out and maybe force them to try and take Baron where now we have soul, we're more likely to win the game. So it, it it's trying to in laning, it, it's the same thing. It's just like, okay, if I take this minion, which I, that's been like my one thing that I've been focusing on the most um, in laning phase is if I take a minion, they should also be taking a minion. Because if I can keep our waves even, it's not going to move. And if I'm closer to my tower, but it's not going to my tower, then I'm going to be at a better advantage because I'm in a safer space. They can get ganked easier. They're more gank prone. And I can kind of trade a little bit more safely because I can walk up, auto them, and if I take more damage, I still have tower right behind me. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's definitely... And the thing is, it's very... These are like... The, on the... The smaller and smaller... Um, goals in the game are going to have smaller and smaller time windows to where you need to make a decision on things like baron you have like minutes of time to like decide and like prepare for whereas like if someone's queue is down you have like six seconds to like capitalize on and you were probably i mean this isn't optimal but you're probably like a second or two walking distance away from capitalizing on the trade anyway. So that's where positioning is important. So maybe when he does miss Q, you are close enough to retaliate and you're not wasting time getting back in the position you should have been in. Um, for me, I haven't really seen, I don't really, maybe this is just the way my brain like works while I'm playing. And maybe it's just because like the vocabulary that I'm using to, to identify it is just slightly different but a lot of those things are so quick and fast it's it almost becomes like an instrumental like mechanical like play where it's like you missed boom i got this or it's like you missed boom i got you um but there there was a strategy behind it it was just in such microcosm that it's in the in the span of like seconds like these little trades um like bot lane's notorious for it because yeah. especially as, as you know as the nami the um i think you play blitz every once in a while or like a lot of these hook champions it's like that yeah, I play not, hook, like, yeah. the moment they're out of position it's just like boom that just went in our favor but yeah the flip side of that is i missed the hook now we don't have the pressure now we can't do anything for 20 seconds yeah, and if so and what's good is a lot of people aren't good enough to realize that it's like, hey, when someone's when someone's ability is on cooldown, it's as if they're just a cannon minion. Like, like it can be like a twenty, it can it can be like a twenty kill Velkaz, but if he has all of his stuff on cooldown, you have a small window to go kill him and do something about it. Um, yeah, and that's why that's why I went, I I picked up like relic shield is because it's like i can farm and get my wards and i don't have to i don't have to because every time I, every time you go into trade on like spell thieves you you pretty much have to use an ability like it, you can't really like you can go in and get like an auto attack off for free sometimes but it does so little damage and if you get tapped 
you lose that trade. Like, yeah, you got a proc off, but like their their auto attack alone, like an override. So like you have to think about like what's the what's the best way I can farm and also trade a little bit because they shouldn't be mutually exclusive. And at the end of the day, their champ is a giant minion that's worth three hundred gold that can also be farmed. Like um and vice versa. It's mm -hmm. it's a really hard balancing act that like not even the best players of the game end up you know really mastering. Um I mean, uh, if you ever watch Faker, uh, I remember seeing a comment on him once like he's great at farming, he's great at outplaying and outmaneuvering, but one of the things that he's really good at is he's always just ready to get out of there as well. Because I remember watching, and I've started doing it a lot too. Um, one of my, one of the things that I will do is I will sit there, and I will start backing when I don't really have much to farm, or there's no point in me walking up because I I don't have a support with me. So if I don't have my support, why would I go in to risk? You know, all my minions are gone. Yeah, they have six coming towards me, but why would I try and farm when there's a thresh just waiting in that bush? So I'll sit there. I'll I'll let the wave come to me. I'll back. And in case something happens, oh no, it's a 3v1. The jungler's here. Mm -hmm. Well, I have one second on my back timer before I'm out. And that's something like Faker will do a lot is he will just sit in a bush and he'll either make it seem like he's roaming while backing in the bush. And then all of a sudden he'll come back and he'll grab the wave. Or wait, now there's an opportune moment to go top and gank them. Or I'll cancel my back and go there. But there was that delay that now has them questioning where I'm at. Like, yeah, small little things like that. And probably you as a support, one of your bread and butters is watching that cannon minion wave come up. Yeah, you probably want to take it as a Nautilus and whatnot, but also going up and walking up and making sure it's really difficult for them to take without forcing them to trade. Yeah. Because also they have to focus on autoing and either gaining that 60 to 90 gold or or you just yeah or you getting in their way and them not getting it at all yeah you may have lost the trade because they didn't focus the cannon but they didn't focus the cannon and now they're 60 gold short of your ADC mhm mm yeah um and when you mentioned like um you know what's the best thing to do in the situation? Should I back? Should I play aggro? Is is the reason the reason why we everyone says to play a role, one role, or play one champ is because it's like you need in order to make decisions, you need knowledge of what's happening. And if you if you don't know what anything is, if you don't know what if you don't know that like BF sword is better than pickaxe, or just like for example, or if you don't know that like pantheon as a global all and could potentially go somewhere and if you don't know how your character that you're playing in this present game operates within those contexts you're not going to make educated decisions because you don't have you don't have a pool of reference to draw to draw information from so like it's not like yeah, you want to mechanically master a champion, but and and you want to know like the ins and outs of like their combos and and that stuff, but you also want to make sure that like a lot of the work is already done for you because there's one constant in the game that you won't have to keep questioning game in and game out because you're always freaking gangplank every time or something. <laughs> Yeah, and I guess I maybe we should set our own goals. Like, yeah. like I mean, it sounds like Flap, you have a lot of trouble with trading in the mid lane, and maybe that's probably the one thing that's keeping you from really just dominating the competition. It, maybe just focus on making sure that you're getting the farm, but watching out for their their ability to trade. Maybe f let them try and start taking farm first and the moment you see them use that ability uh, because they realize they need to take out like three minions otherwise they lose out on like 40 gold because they 
lowered one and then the minions focused the other two and two of them were gonna or all three of them were gonna disappear unless they used that ability you know you can go trade and just focus on that like little thing of okay they use that ability now i can shine while also kind of like hovering back while it's farming yeah i mean <clears throat> i think yeah the the biggest problem i'm having like you're saying is that the the trading but it's it's the mix of am i am i trading effectively or am i farming and like combining those two together it's going to be the same thing as when kraken like really went on that fucking holy crusade to have the greatest vision score in all the land and like lit up every single map he ever played on for like the past three weeks and his win rate improved like if i can figure out how to do that across all my champions because i can do it on uh galio i can trade exceptionally well on galio because i can force you to trade and i i know all the timings on everything and I know that I can trade and deal damage to the minion wave at the same time. And it's different with Anivia because for the first six levels, and then for the next 15 minutes, while I'm trying to stack all my mana abilities, I either need to be trading or farming. And well, it's and it's also it's like your lane your lane opponent's not good at punishing mistakes. Is not good at punishing mistakes, and even the mistakes that do punish, you're so freaking thick that it doesn't matter. <laughs> but um yeah that's one of the advantages of playing that champ uh about there's there is a comment i want to make on maining champions mm -hmm. even if you play a champ with a 54 win rate which is like godly that thing's gonna get nerfed that thing's gonna get nerfed in a week in like the next patch if it has a 54 win rate or like it's either like neat blah 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 but even if you have a 54 winner champ, 55, you're gonna lose 45 games and it's gonna feel bad. Yep. You're gonna lose 45 games and you're gonna be like, this champ sucks. I hate it. He's weak. He has no agency. Um, trying to think. Trinomir is the worst champ in the game. Uninstall or delete this champ. He needs a buff. I hate this. I need to play another role. And that's gonna happen 45 times, even if you have a 55 win rate. You can and, still climb even with that yeah, even with those 45 games that you lose you'll still climb and that's yeah, that is really hard to remember that and like it's hard to remember that like a champ is not gonna win every single game and you're gonna have like you're gonna have games where your champ's weaknesses just are exposed because there isn't besides um besides it's like Talon all of a sudden being in the same game as Ezreal. Yeah, I could hop over that wall. So can he. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's 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 more champs in the game than just yours. It's it's not a vacuum. There isn't there isn't a This is why like champ balance like honestly doesn't even bother me that much because it's like like dude, like A, you can play that busted champ if you want. I mean, except for Yazuo. Yazuo can do everything. <laughs> um but it's like, okay, I lost the early game and got stomped, and I lost that game because of that. However, in these 52 other games, and compared to that 48 other games, I outscaled them because that's the strength of my champ. And it was those four games, it was those two games that I went positive that matters. Yeah. Yep. It's as if you only need to win two games. <laughs> Going to be really optimistic. <laughs> yeah, I mean... That's a good goal. A good goal for me is the, the really meshing that farming and trading and maximizing both as best I can. What uh? What about yeah. for you, Proxy? What's what's your goal that you're gonna set? I you know I'm thinking one of my biggest issues is even though I'm like focusing on it, I'm not doing well at focusing in on stop making sure I'm not gank prone, and so I think I'm gonna focus on two things, and one of them is probably one of the easiest biggest tips i can give but um to start out with is just making sure that i am keeping my lane where i want it making sure the minions are focused on me and that i can make sure that it's either harder for them to farm and trade 
and that I don't get as gank or ganked as easily. And then, furthermore, what uh, probably one of the most useful things, and I don't think anyone notices anymore about the scoreboard is the little question marks. Mm. If you don't pay attention, uh, it's really easy to miss because it's kind of and it kind of sits very close into the um, in the theming of the scoreboard. But if you hold tab, it'll show you who's instantly missing. So this way you're not fully relying on your team to constantly question mark ping, but all of a sudden yeah. you just see that one question mark and it's like, oh yeah, of course the jungler I'm not going to see. So I need to be, I need to remind myself that I don't know where they're at. But all of a sudden you see one around mid, you see one around top, you see one around their bottom. It's like, oh crap, I might want to draw back. Because since I don't know where they're at, something could be coming my way. Those are that. That's a good goal to have. I also forget about those question marks. Although I, sometimes it like pops into the back of my head, like, "Hey, who can you see on the map right now?" And just hit the button, and you see. Very valuable and information. Map awareness, I think, is great for when you need to help a teammate. Out, like seeing like there's a fight going on, but I'm at the point where, you know, we are double checking and being like, okay, one, two, three, four, four champs on the map, I'm good. Just have to watch out for the jungler. I think that's been the wrong approach as of late, just because you have that scoreboard that does that for you instantly. Yeah, that that would be nice. Well. I think we've set some good goals. I think we've established what some good traits and some good things you can do to improve your climb now that we're a little bit past the middle of the season. We're in the final long stretch before the end of season 10 of League of Legends. And I think, I think my goal is to... Um, oh, fuck. I forgot about your goal. Stop randomly having lapses where i play like i'm in bronze and then have sudden spurts of like of like freaking god mode like 360 no scope play because like, it's like team fight there'd be like one team fight and i just i'm just like just super bad and the next team fight i'm just like oh! and so i just you know like i don't know just pay attention like <laughs> um but yeah no i'll just have really bad lapses and like concentration where i'm like i didn't even know that sejuani was just chilling there which i legit didn't even see him where i'm like you know you'll you'll just have that sometimes where you're just like oh my gosh that was literally right in front of me and i just didn't even notice or or, or like i'll look down i'm like wait my alt came back up wait how did i uh, like my ignite came back up how did i not see that i think i said that on another cast but i'm like wait or like um, I have been flashing a lot more, which is good, but there's been a lot of times where I'm like, yeah, I, I've just left three kills on the field right now. Like, there was one, there was one sequence where, like, I could have ignited, it was like, it literally went, like, I could have ignited Trenomir, EW myself, snipe Lucian, flashed a wall, bubbled someone, and I would have had, like, three or four kills in like 20 seconds and i'm like i literally just missed all that stuff just now because i didn't think i could do it and then like a few plays later a few minutes later i do go for like the flash ignite and kill someone but i'm like i'm like dang like so i guess that's good that like i'm learning game to game but like there's a lot of stuff where i'm like i regret leaving that out there <laughs> like yeah. i really do um you also don't like it when all of our teammates call you a smurf Oh, that, that's that's rude, man. That's just rude. Um, <laughs> I don't know much struggle. I'm hard stuck. I, I I wish I was smurfing, but I'm not. I'm hard stuck. You're not it's hard like stuck. Like Mordekaiser's died of supports because they're not paying attention. It's not because the supports smurfing. Like, yeah, but we all know you're smurfing. We know. That's good. <laughs> I'm playing. If I don't I believe you're hard smurfing, stuck, though. Give me out, guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've we've settled in on some good goals that we can check in on next week. I'll go ahead and write it down so that I know to talk about it next week. But 
this this has been your mute all chat podcast crew please uh, tell your friends about us this is a shameless plug for our own show inside of our own show leave us ratings on whatever uh podcast app or whatever you're listening to us on and make them five stars because you love us and the sultry sound of our voices and not because we give you positive win rates you know, maybe we'll we'll even start shouting out some comments. You know, give us that five stars. We 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 make a comment about that person that just popped up. I'm not copying Lola podcast at all. What are you no, talking no, no, no. about? No, what would be fun uh, is every if... podcast does that. That's true. What would be like, fun though? Non video game podcasts do that. Yeah, you I think that's it. just what podcasts do. It, it, it might be a trope. It might be a stereotype. Trope? Nah, it's a trope. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's a trope. The stereotype would be like, podcasters don't get married. Podcasts <laughs> don't have six I, packs. I, I think I lost it. I'm Me looking too. at my wife right now. I'm not looking at my wife, but I'm looking at my wedding ring, so. I'm looking at my six pack. Hey, there we go. We've got all the things. So... Maybe, maybe if we, uh, maybe if you shout out your summoner name to us in the comments somewhere, we'll uh, we'll read off your OPGG and tell you what you're doing wrong. That'd be fun. Meanwhile, if you guys are looking for a hot single mint, what's wrong is you're not playing Graves. He's getting nerfed in ten eleven. Don't play Graves. This Q's getting nerfed. He's still gonna have a ton of grit. Like, hey, you got a fair point. Like. He's still gonna, dude. Graves can miss his Q and still kill you. <laughs> That's barely a nerf, anyways. Yeah. Ah. yeah, he didn't need the cigar in the first place. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's that's how we're finishing this one out. Just play Graves. Just just play Graves. You'll win. And he'll be nerfed, and then you can't play him. So play him now. All right. Goodbye. That's gotta sting.